Welcome to the Vagina Rehab Doctor podcast. This is for all women, vagina CEOs, even men, and all people everywhere who want to better understand vaginal health. Y'all, I'm preaching the vagina gospel and sharing the truth worldwide. Hallelujah! I'm Dr. Janelle Howell, a pelvic floor physical therapist, and your go-to resource for all things vaginal health, pelvic floor fitness, and sexual wellness. I'm teaching you everything your mama didn't about your vagina. Welcome back, y'all, to another episode of the Vagina Rehab Doctor Podcast. If this is not your first time coming to the podcast, I want to say welcome back, baby. I am so glad that you're here. And I want to encourage you to go ahead and subscribe. Follow this show. When you subscribe, what happens is you get a notification every time I drop a new episode. So immediately you'll be able to see if it's an episode that you need to tap into, one that could potentially change your life. The other thing that I want you to do is if you're loving the episodes, you're learning something new, you're feeling enlightened, then please leave me a five-star raving review. Say something positive in your review, letting me know why you're enjoying this podcast and also what you want to hear more on. Today, we're going to be talking about vaginal numbness. I have gotten so many messages from women telling me that they don't feel pain but they feel nothing at all, specifically with the vagina. So this could be from a finger going into the vagina, expecting to feel pleasure, or at least expecting to feel something, right? The stimulation, the finger moving against the walls, some level of pressure, something. But no, there is absolutely nothing. Some people even state that with penetration, with an actual penis or a sex toy, let's say a dildo or something, going into the vagina, they don't feel a thing like they don't feel it going in and out like they don't feel what's happening down there. Vaginal numbness can happen for so many different reasons. And I want to give you some of those factors that you may want to consider if this is happening to you. First thing you should know is that it's a common thing that I continue to hear. So you're not alone, right? You don't have to freak out. There are some things that we can do to start nurturing our vagina, to start nurturing our pelvis, and to start nurturing our pleasure so that you can feel more alive down there. We want you to feel those throbs when your when your coochie start throbbing, when you start thinking about so-and-so. You know what? I'm going to be vulnerable. Listen, my fiance, he said, he said something to me this week and it was so sweet. It was so like thoughtful. I felt so cherished. My pussy started throbbing. Like for real, it was like little, I was like, dang, I know we don't have erections because we don't have a penis. In that moment, I was like, wow, if I had a penis, it would have definitely gotten hard, right? So that's just, this is just an example. Don't be laughing at me. Don't judge me because I know you be feeling those things too sometimes, right? So essentially, we should have sensation down there. And so if something is going in and out of the vagina, penis, finger, toy, it may not bring you to an orgasm. I just want to clear clear the road there let's clear the road penetration inside of the vagina typically will not lead to an orgasm this is normal I want to keep saying this over and over because I get so many messages from people saying hey I can't orgasm from penetration help and I'm like girl you are normal that is normal if you do orgasm for penetration congrats you're outside of the norm you are the exception Okay, 80% of women and people who have a vagina, even if they don't identify as a woman, 
will not orgasm from penetration unless the clitoris is being stimulated at the same time, either from the body, a a finger, a, a toy, a vibrator. Let's say that you're having sex, penetrative sex, and you're not feeling a thing. Okay, this is different from, okay, I am not reaching orgasm. That's one thing. But on the other end, we have, no, you're not even feeling anything at all. Like you're not even feeling the movement. Like you're not feeling nothing go in and out. You're not feeling any ounce of pleasure. It is normal to achieve some level of pleasure with penetration, even if it doesn't send you over the moon, even if it doesn't send you into a climax. So I want to go into the different causes and I want you to stay for especially number five. Number five, I really want you to listen to in terms of what could be causing your vaginal numbness. Okay, so we're going to get into it now. Number one, this is one of the common uh, contributing factors to numbness. And before I state it, I want to say that I am not your medical doctor. I am not your pelvic floor physical therapist. This episode and all episodes are for your educational support. Okay, so this is education. It's almost like reading a blog, but it's not a medical appointment. So if you have any issues medically, you need to go talk to your doctor. So number one, uh, childbirth. What happens if we have a baby vaginally, especially, is that the pelvic floor muscles can get stretched. The nerves can get stretched and sometimes that can contribute to injury to the pelvic floor, weakness to the pelvic floor muscles and also stretching to the nerves that supply the clitoris and supply the vagina. Thankfully, if we're feeling less sensation with sex, if we're feeling less sensation with vaginal penetration, whether it's a finger or a toy or anything going in and out, and we've just had a baby, usually this improves after a few months just naturally from the healing that's taking place. Four or five months down the line, usually this is better, right? The tone, the muscle tone is improving. The positioning of the uterus has has changed and gone back to normal. Usually pain levels are much lower. But if this is continuing to happen after childbirth, right, you're feeling numb, you may want to consider working with a pelvic floor physical therapist. Hint, hint, come work with us. Come work with us. Okay, if that's you, take a look at the link in the show notes if you want to work with us one-on-one. Okay, so that's number one. Number two can be stress. So let's say that you're having a very stressful day. Let's say that your mind is just not in it. You're having sex, but you're feeling upset. You're feeling unheard. You're feeling highly stressed. You're trying to do too many things with the work, with the kids, with your job. You just got bad news about your health. There's just so much going on and your cortisol levels are high. This is the stress hormone. And so when those stress hormones are high in the body, then that can decrease your ability to feel pleasure. Cortisol is essentially like the opposite of a pleasure hormone. It's, it's what's telling you to run away when there's a dangerous situation happening. When there's a burglary and your body needs to tell you to truck and run for your life, that's cortisol. And so imagine trying to self-pleasure or imagine trying to achieve an orgasm when there's a burglary happening. Good luck trying to trying to feel pleasure during that time. And so what we want to do if if we're knowing, if we're sensing that our stress levels are high is disconnect from tech. Can we eat without our phone? Can we eat without our tablet? Can we eat without typing at the same time, right? Disconnect. What we also want to do is try to sense where our body's holding tension. Is it the pelvic floor? Are you clenching your butthole, your vagina? Are you lifting your shoulders? 
Are you clenching your jaw? Try and relax those muscles. Be more in tune with your body. And then lastly, try to incorporate like at least one thing every other day that is solely just to relieve stress. What's that thing that you can do? Is it go on a walk? Is it take a bubble bath? Is it put on some soft music? Is it to call your friend the one who makes you laugh and makes you feel heard and seen? Figure out what that thing is and make sure it's easy to do. It can't be, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go horseback riding and, and the nearest uh, ranch is three hours away. That's not something that you can do on a regular basis and it takes too long to get there. So number one was childbirth. Number two is stress. If you're highly stressed, this could make it more difficult to feel pleasure in the vagina, on the clitoris, etc. That was number two. Number three, this is a really important one. Number three is pelvic floor muscle tightness. Pelvic floor muscle tightness, this is how it can contribute to feeling numb. The muscles of your pelvic floor actually surround nerves that pass through those muscles and cut through those muscles to get to your clitoris, your vagina, the skin on your vulva, our genitals, right? The skin is supplied by the pudendal nerve. And these different nerve fibers have to cut through our pelvic floor muscles. And if our pelvic floor muscles are so tight, it's what it's going to be doing is it's going to be cutting off some of the blood flow that should be getting to your nerves. This is also one of the reasons why pelvic floor muscle tightness can contribute to vulvodynia, right? That burning, stinging, aching, itching feeling around the vulva, around the vaginal opening. So if your pelvic floor muscles are too tight, your, your partner may be saying, oh, wow, you're really, really tight. You feel so tight. And you're like, dang, I can't even feel anything. Then it, it may be that your pelvic floor muscle tightness is contributing to a lack of blood flow to your nerves. And this is making it difficult for you to feel pleasure and sensation. So you can start relaxing your pelvic floor muscles by doing exercises, by breathing more, by trying to diminish your stress levels. If you think you need a little bit more accountability, if you want more of that regular weekly support, then you can also come and work with us one-on-one. We do coaching for pelvic floor muscle dysfunction and pelvic floor tightness, okay? So that's number three, pelvic floor muscle tightness. So number one, we talked about childbirth. Number two, we talked about stress. Number three, we talked about pelvic floor muscle tightness. And then number four, I want to say sexual overstimulation. So sometimes if you just keep doing the same thing over and over and over and over and over and over again, you may feel that you're getting like decreased sensation after a while. All right. And this is this is this is normal. Sometimes overstimulation can happen. Like, let's say you have a vibrator and the vibrator has 10 settings and 10 is the highest level of setting for that vibrator. Now, if you have that vibrator on your clitoris for a while and you have it set at 10, it actually may be too high. There is too much stimulation to the nervous system. So now you're actually not able to feel pleasure as much. Or let's say that even inside of the vagina. Let's say that the penetration is way too rigorous. And so if you're feeling numb and they're going really, really fast or you're having rigorous sex, experiment with actually slowing down, asking them to slow down, to thrust slower and see if your sensation actually heightens because now your nervous system has more time to take in that information. Now, if going fast and being rigorous and having your vibrator or your or your whatever on the highest setting is actually doing it for you, then obviously this one doesn't apply to you. 
But if you notice that the penetration is super fast, the sex is rigorous, the the sex toy setting is on the highest setting and you're feeling numb, try actually turning it down, breathing slower, letting go, calming your body. See if that actually helps because that can that can be a common contributing factor to feeling numbness in, in the vagina and also on the clitoris. Different contributing factors to vaginal numbness. Number one was childbirth. Number two, we talked about stress. Number three, we talked about pelvic floor muscle tightness. Number four, we talked about, you know, sexual overstimulation. And then lastly, I want you to consider trauma, history of trauma. Now, hear me out, y'all. Many of us have been, this is trigger warning here, trigger warning. Many of us have been abused and not all the time physically, not all the time sexually, but many of us have gone through situations where we have felt unsafe. Sometimes we are sleeping in the bed with someone who we believe is our enemy. We have been abused by family members, by friends, by boyfriends, by husbands. And now our body is looking for ways to try and prevent that from happening. Sometimes our brain looks for ways to try and shut out or relive the experience. And so sometimes our nervous system creates self-protective methods when it senses that we may relive a traumatic situation or when we are extremely anxious about having sex. And so sometimes our body can actually psychologically block the sensations coming in from the vagina and the clitoris so that we do not feel anything at all. And so if you think that that could be a part of what's going on with you, I would suggest reaching out to a sex therapist reaching out to your therapist, reaching out to any friend or family member you feel comfortable just talking about that experience with. Sometimes us just holding it in is not giving us an opportunity to let things out. And sex, pleasure, especially orgasming, is a form of release. The clitoris fills with so much blood or the penis fills with so much blood and there's so much pressure on the nerves while we're being sexually stimulated, that eventually it's like an explosion in a way, right? That pressure, that blood that gets engorged is released, right? And then we get soft and flaccid, right? So it's like a release. So in order to release, we need to practice emotionally releasing as well. So I'm holding space for you. If you have experienced trauma in the past, I want you to know that you deserve to feel pleasure. We all have rights to pleasure, even outside of sex. I want to keep saying that. Pleasure does not mean sex. Sex does not mean pleasure. There's so many people that are having regular sex and hate it. They don't want to do it. They don't enjoy it. They are doing it out of duty. And then you have people who are experiencing great pleasure in their lives and they are not even having sex. They are tapped into their hobbies. They are tapped into a career they love. They have a, a thriving social life. They experience pleasure on a regular basis. They are getting the foods that they enjoy that makes them feel good. So sex is not pleasure. Pleasure is not sex, but usually pleasure will include sex and can include sex. So y'all don't, don't be, don't be disappointed. If you have a vaginal numbness, know that there are some contributing factors to why this can be happening. If you are struggling with vaginismus, sexual pain or pelvic floor dysfunction, that's coming in the way of your intimacy, your confidence and your relationship, then go ahead and reach out to us to support you one-on-one. We at the Vagina Rehab Doctor team have a coaching program that runs for two to three months. 
at a time and our average amount of sessions needed to help you overcome vaginismus, sexual pain and pelvic floor dysfunction is nine sessions. That's around our average length of time needed. Could be a little shorter, could be a tiny bit longer, but that's our average. So if you want to work with the Vagina Rehab Doctor team and talk with me about our coaching program, go ahead and just click the link in the show notes and I would love to talk to you. All right, I cannot wait to see y'all again next Monday. We are crushing vaginal numbness in the head. (laughs) All right, so these are the contributing factors. I want you to try and do something about it by tapping into one of those things that we talked about today. All right, talk to you next week. Bye-bye.